Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, and this is your daily financial news. Usually I do the daily financial news with a whiteboard, but unfortunately my earphones did not uh, charge yesterday, so they are dead, so we are going to do it this way. It is December 1st, Thursday, December 1st, and these are the five things that you need to know today. First and foremost, we have to start with Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell, as you recall, had a very important uh, speech yesterday uh, where he talked about uh, basically the state of inflation, uh, the state of Fed rate increases and the like. We're going to break this down into two steps. We are going to talk about what Jerome Powell said and then talk about what the market heard because that is a very important distinction. So I've gone through and listened to the speech a couple of times. Uh, basically, if I were to summarize what Jerome Powell said, is really two steps. One, he reiterated, we are going higher, we are going to go and stay there longer, and we are going to go there slower. Those three things were not new. In fact, you and I have been talking about a 50 basis point increase on December 14th for something like three months. You can go back. We've got receipts, as they say on this channel. We were talking about uh, November being the last 75 that they were going to then step down to 50. So Jerome Powell said higher. We're going to stay there longer and we're going to get there slower. On top of that. I believe Jerome Powell also said, again, without saying it, typical Fed speak, I believe Jerome Powell said, we're winning. I believe, as you've heard me say, I believe the Fed is winning, right? If you look at the scoreboard, the Fed is up, right? They're, they're leading the game. The game's not over. Uh, in fact, I would tell you the hardest part of the game is coming, but I think Jerome Powell said he's winning. He pointed at three things in three things we have talked about. One, goods inflation stuff is coming down relatively quickly. You and I have talked about that being the easy part of inflation, right? It could get us to 6% CPI pretty easily, 5.8 maybe. So that is one. Jerome Powell admitted they're seeing some of that. Good inflation is coming off quickly. We'll probably see most of that in Q1. Second, he acknowledged the pain in housing. He didn't talk price. He certainly talked transactions and he talked about rent. He basically said, we understand that some of the most current data is showing encouraging signs 
But we also know there's a lag effect and more pain coming and blah, 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 blah. And then third, he pointed at jobs. He said, hey, it's nice to see that the JOLTS report's down like, I don't know, 1.4 million openings. Uh, we'll see what happens on Friday with unemployment rate. He indicated that, uh, you know, we expect the job market to get softer. We expect wages to get softer. So again, I believe Jerome Powell said higher, longer, slower, and he acknowledged that they're winning. Okay, that's what Jerome Powell said. Now, what did the market hear? I believe what the market heard was, yay, we are not going to 7% Fed funds rate, right? Bullard, I think it was last week, talked about, hey, on the outside chance, we may have to go to 7 I think what the market heard is we're not going to 7 In fact, what I think the market heard is we're not even going to 6 which again, if you watch my channel, uh, you know that I have often said 5% is the cap. And I believe what you're seeing in the market, the bond market, the stock market, is a realization that we're almost done. You and I have talked about this, right? We're going to get a 50 in December, and then the rest of the rate increases, I believe, will be a quarter. We'll get a quarter in February. We'll get a quarter in March. And then we might be done. Then the Fed pause might be here. So I think what you're seeing in the market and what you saw yesterday in that crazy run-up is the market acknowledging we know where the terminal rate is. I think that's what it's telling us, right? The market is basically saying, okay, the Fed's going to go to five. And now when I say five, it could be four and three quarters. It could be five and a quarter, but you know, that range. And the, the thing about the market is now they can plan because when you have Bullard out there talking about 7%, that is an entirely different equation, right? A 7% funds rate is a 10% mortgage rate. That blows stuff up. Now, if we think about a 5% funds rate, you know, we have a 10-year that I think is crashing to like 3.61. I think, oh, 3.58. I actually wrote it down, 3.58. Crazy. So again, I think there's a chance... I think there's a chance that mortgage rates get to that uh, psychological barrier of 6%. I don't know that it gets there quickly, uh, but I think now that the market generally feels that the Fed will top out at 5%, we can start planning around that, right? You can start doing your risk-adjusted returns and the like. So again, I don't think Powell said anything different. I think Powell took a small victory lap with the easy stuff coming off and housing showing signs and, and labor market softening. But it wasn't an egregious victory lap. But nonetheless, again, what the market heard was we're not going to seven. We're not even going to six. So that's what I think the market is celebrating today. I don't believe this was the Fed pivot. Uh, if you watch this channel, you know, you know, you have known for quite a while that they're going to be slowing down and they are. And um, yeah, so that's what I saw. I'd love to hear from you below if that's what you're thinking, What if you saw something different. But in the end, I think Jerome Powell was 95% as hawkish as he was before. He took a small victory lap and um, the market heard entirely. It's like the market, What it's like Jerome Powell was speaking English and the market heard Latin. All the market heard was 
Yay, we're not going to seven. Yay, we're not going to six. Yay, we're almost done. So that's what I think the Fed meeting was, uh, Fed Powell's speech was. So again, I don't think he said much different, but the market heard what they wanted to hear. Next, we got PCE. PCE core, remember, if you're going to look at one number, that is the important one. So PCE core uh, came in month on month below expectations. The expectations was for 0.3, it came in at 0.2. But more importantly, the year-on-year number came in at 5%. I believe PCE core is on a downward trajectory, and come February, March of next year, we will be in the 4.647 range. And that is important because I believe the Fed funds rate has to be above PCE core. That's what I believe. So again, if PCE core, say February, is 4.6, and then we get the Fed funds rate to four and three quarters, 5% in March, we're there. The Fed can stop and hold all year. Um, Oh, the sound quality is not good. Hmm. I don't know. I Oh, I think I forgot to unplug this. Hopefully the sound is better now. I apologize. Oops, sorry. So again, PCE core came in low. It's now at 5%. Headline for those that look at it was up, uh, was down to 6% from 6.3. Uh, so again, PCE uh, is good. Oh, the sound is fine. Good. So that's uh, PCE. That is Jerome Powell. What else do we got? We got some earnings that came out. Uh, what have we got? Snowflake, uh, software, cloud software company. Uh, beat top line, beat bottom line, but gave light guidance. Uh, Salesforce beat top line, beat bottom line, but also gave low, weak guidance. Costco reported November sales down 10%. That's not good. Designer brands, uh, I believe that's a shoe company, missed top line, missed bottom line, and cut profit. Dollar General, woo, cut annual profit on higher cost inflation. Land's End uh, actually had a quarterly loss, which caught the market by surprise. And Kroger, that grocery store, beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised forecast. Uh, so a lot going on there. I uh, want to give a shout out to Wolf Street. Um, Chester, thanks for sending me this article. It was very nice of you. Uh, Wolf Street is talking about the job market. It's actually a, a, an article that I plan to bring up with one of my experts. But basically, something you and I have talked about. It's talking about wage increases. Uh, if you change jobs, your wages go up on an average of 15%. However, if you stay where you are, your average raise is less than 6%. So again, job changing, moving around. If you want to get uh, a big bump in salary, you need to change jobs. Obviously, in this environment, that can be risky, uh, given that if you are a new employee, maybe you're easier to cut should that happen. Uh, but I thought it was a very interesting article with a lot of charts and data in there. So um, very cool to see. Uh, so the big question about the Fed for me with point number four is what happens after December, right? So we're going to get uh, 50%. Uh, Chester, I said your name because you sent me an article about Wolf Street. That's all. I'm just giving you credit for that. Um, what we have on uh, the Fed. So I think we get 50 in December. That's nothing new. But I think all interest rate rises after that are 25 basis points. I think what's going to happen after December is the Fed is going to tinker, tinker with uh, rates. And thus, we will only move in quarters. Uh, and I do think the trajectory is up, not down. We will go 
up, I believe, another 50 basis points post-December, possibly 75. And then we will pause for the rest of the year. And then lastly, folks, I want to talk about a charity uh, that I'm a part of, that my family's been a part of, my mom specifically for years, Toys for Tots. Uh, we are going to once again do a Toys for Tots celebration. Uh, I will be putting a link and an address if you want to donate to this. Olivia and I uh, planned a match uh, up to the first $1,000 in donations from all of you wonderful folks. Uh, so again, uh, Toys for Tots, just, you, know, you don't have to donate to the one that my mom's a part of it by any means, but if you donate to Toys for Tots, let me know so we can have a running tally. Uh, this is something I like to do every year. We started on December 1st, uh, which is today. So again, uh, Toys for Tots is out there. And then lastly, uh, if you are in my course, uh, we loaded some more deep dive content for you. We loaded a deep dive with Matt, the mortgage guy around mortgage. We uh, uploaded deep dive with out-of-state investing with Mike and Brian. And then finally, we uploaded some deep dive material around probing. Uh, so you just go down to the bottom. All that bonus content is there. Uh, so you have some more deep dives. Those were uploaded yesterday. So, folks, have a wonderful day. December 1st, one month left in the year. Uh, again, if you wanted to get started with real estate, buy the course, how to get started with one rental at a time. It is going to be a lot more expensive come January 1st at $399. Uh, we are uploading the mastermind with more content coming uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, so, folks, have a great day. That was my alarm. I need to get ready for um, Mr. Jonathan Twomley. Have a great day. Bye.